Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Danny. Hey, Lyle. We're not. We're, I, I know mean, it hasn't been a good. It was not a good weekend for for gambling. If you're a Cubs fan on mybookie.ag. Yeah, I mean, we were kind of uh, banking on the sweep, but. Yeah, not but like not that. not how it, it it came out. Yeah, yeah. Well, if uh, if you want to bank on a sweep this week, you can go to mybookie.ag with live in-game betting, endless props, fantasy sports wagers, something for everyone. And they've got the best player perks in the sportsbook business, and they've been good to us, and they're going to be good to you. Yeah, we're still up. Uh, yeah, just not as mu- not enough. To take, uh, you know, that vacation to uh, London next year to watch the Cubs and Cardinals play and watch the Cubs sweep them there and put lots of money out. We don't have that money yet, so. Right. Uh, but uh, at least I get to save a little money if I've never used mybookie.ag AG before and I use promo code RANTO when I create my account because then I get a 50% bonus. That's pretty good. It's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G promo code RANTO. You play. You win. You get paid. Everybody hates advertising. I certainly do. And if you never want to hear an advertisement again, well, won't you please become a Sunranto subscriber? It costs a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Sunranto and subscribe today. You I get mean, your- did, you, did you hate Where's the Beef? I loved Where's the Beef. Uh, you, uh, come on. You got sick of it after a while. And if every time you downloaded a podcast in 1985, you heard Where's the Beef? You would have gotten angry. So go to my bookie. No, don't do that. Go to <laughs> patreon.com slash sunranto and subscribe today. Let's do a show. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento and the lovable Lucy. Boutros Golly. Sunrento. Michael. Sunrento. Cotton. Sunrento and the lovable Lucy. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Boutros Golly. Sunrento. What a terrible weekend for Cubs fans. Hi, everybody. I'm Danny Rocket. This is the Sun Ranto Show. Over there, we got the lovable Lou Sears, Lyle Aker. Hi, buddies. Yeah. And unfortunately, just because of our crazy schedule, um, Michael Cotton is still not here because he has a job. At some point, we'll be you, able to record think, on a weekend. Do you think they're going to catch on that we may have killed him and he's in a shallow grave somewhere <laughs> in Colorado and we'll just keep saying he'll be on next week? Yeah. Don't. Why, why would you, uh, you know, 
confess oh. on a podcast. Do you think? Do you think they're gonna find out that we killed Michael? No, they'll never find out if you whisper. Okay, good. So, uh, no, we've been so busy, and so my schedule is really kind of what's screwing up Michael's schedule. Uh, I open a show this week at Second City that I'd love for y'all to come. It's on Thursdays in June at 8.30 p.m. Uh, the 6th is our first Thursday, and it's called Mixtape Rewind at the Black T- Blackout Cabaret. It's only 10 bucks, so uh, you should come and see it. Uh, this weekend, the Bleacher Bump Band is at G-Man right before the Cubs and Cardinals. Oh, God. I just hate to even say Cubs and Cardinals after what happened this weekend. But 3.30 p.m., we're going to rock out. And I've totally changed my Sweep the Cardinals song to Fuck the Cardinals. And there's two new verses, and we'll be singing it all together on Saturday. So 3.30 p.m., G-Man Tavern. It is free. Um, also, I just want to announce that outside the Ivy, the new TV show I'm on with Michael Cerami and Luis Medina, that's on on Facebook and NBC Sports Chicago on Tuesday night. That's tomorrow night after the Cubs and Rockies game. And um, also just another quick announcement. Uh, tonight is the Jeff Awards and Trapdoor Theater, where Lyle has worked and I work. Uh, we're getting a Lifetime Achievement Award tonight. At the Jeffs, so uh, very proud, and so congratulations. I'm very, very proud, too. Yeah, that's really cool. So many people have contributed over the years. 25 years is not easy to keep a theater running on this budget. <laughs> so, um, But I have only one more announcement, and then we'll talk about the Cubs, because we're going to try to fly through today's show. Uh, I've got to announce the winner of the scavenger hunt for the month of May. Drum roll, please. The winner of the 100 Years at Wrigley DVD and the Beat Up Magnet schedule is... Carrie Meyer! Congratulations. You beat out uh, Wendy and Todd. (laughs) You had a one in three chance. And uh, you are 33% luckier. You know what? People aren't really participating in the scavenger hunts like they used to. They've never participated in your stupid it's true. scavenger. Hunts. I know, but I still like doing them, so I'm not going to quit. I got a new prize. We'll announce it later, and uh, it's better than the uh, old prize, probably. Cub stuff today. You should announce your scavenger hunts on the TV show. I don't. I don't have time. It's a 22 minute show. Fair enough, dude. We <laughs> could fit five of those shows into one of our shows. Usually, you know, right. But um, Carlos Gonzalez, the gold glove slugger. Cargo. Cargo. Dude, he was like my favorite player in the league for one season, like non-Red Sox player. Uh, I don't know. What what year was that? I don't know, 2010 maybe? (laughs) Maybe maybe even earlier than that. Yeah, uh, Cargo's here. He's uh, in his Jesus year. He's 33, but uh, being from Venezuela, I'm really doubtful that he got signed because he's up on the Pearl Jam lyrics and can be singing. I think that's more of a Theo and Pitchers thing, you think? So, um, yeah, in fact, like, he's actually kind of young for being old, if that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently it didn't. Um, No, but, uh, but no, he's 33 years old. And he's been around for since 2008 in the majors, came up with Oakland, was with Colorado forever, got released by Cleveland after basically sucking this year. 
558 OPS, an OPS plus of 49, but Theo and company saw something on the garbage heap there. They're hopeful. He was an average player last year for Colorado. He had an OPS plus of 99. So, I mean, yeah, they're hopeful. And I guess that's the most we can have is a little hope at Jim Aducci, uh DFA'd. And, um, yeah, <laughs> we barely knew you, Jim. Um, so in, he was the same age, if not a little bit older than Carlos. We're like, Gonzalez. who is this young whippersnapper Aducci coming up? And Danny's like, wow, he's 34. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, you know, too bad for him. I'm sure it's a tough day for him. I don't know what kind of what happens for Jim now, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, I guess an upgrade. I guess. I mean, we don't know. He's starting. From Jim probably. Yeah, he's starting today, Carlos Gonzalez, and I guess he's an upgrade from Zagunis, uh, who made the team out of spring. Um, It's kind of surprising everybody, but here's a guy, Carlos uh, Gonzalez, that throughout his career has struck out three or two or two to three more times than he has walked. Um, He hasn't been an above average player since 2016, so I guess we'll see what we got. What the fuck did Ian Happ do? I don't know. I mean, what I did he, do? he had to have done something. Yeah, maybe he like uh, you know brought some uh, two buck Chuck and tried to pass it off as a nice Merlot to Joe Madden. Is he the is he the Zoba Crusher? The Zoba Crusher? Yeah, <laughs> is that, I didn't know that's a thing. It is now. Or, or you mean that? Uh, you mean that uh, Ian Happ is actually the the guy who uh, had an affair with Juliana Zobrist? Is that what you're trying to say? Say to that's me? That's what I'm saying. That's oh. what I'm saying. Nah, no, no. We uh, unless he's a pastor at a church as well, which he I don't know. Be. What I mean, he's he doing. doesn't play baseball, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. Ian Happ. I mean, I think that the story is is he's young. He never got the ABs they probably wanted him to get in the minors to season him properly to really be on the uh, the major league squad, and it really wasn't working out from especially from a like a strikeout standpoint. And they need him to work out some really big kinks in his game in order to come back up. And they're not going to bring him up until they feel like he's ready again. Which I think that's right. You know, you, you either. I mean, I know he's trade bait too, but I think you play the long game with him if you want to, because he's not producing at the major league level. At that one point, he was hot. He came out like gangbusters, and then the league figured him out, and then he's got to go back down until he figures out how to figure the league back out, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. At least Cargo is going to give you a professional at bat, and, um, you know, and that's kind of what you're looking at. If you're looking at Jim Aducci and Mark Sagunis, you know, who you really wanted out there was Ben Zobrist. Go take some pitches, understand the game situation, professional at bat. Hap wasn't giving you that. And uh, I think. Yeah, Car- yeah, either is Ben Zobrist. Yeah, he is not. Um, Yeah, so, but at least they got somebody out there who kind of knows Shit. what they're doing. That's hey, the, ben, be- hey, the ben, best thing. Hey, Ben, I know you listen. Shit or get off the pot, dude. Yeah. I get it. I feel bad for you, but fucking seriously. Do yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, and I, I want to get into that a, a little bit more in reference to something I said about Addison Russell basically being Ben Zobrist's replacement on this team. But um, but first, let's talk about Kimbrel. No draft pick tied to him. 
anymore. And um, I guess everybody thinks the Cubs should side him, <laughs> including us, probably. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, there are things to be concerned about. You know, the fact that at the end of last year, he really was having trouble throwing strikes. But he's he's an all timer. He'll fit right in then on this team. Yeah, I know. No, and I said that. I said he'll. That, I said the same thing. I said he fits in perfectly. Yeah. But you don't need uh, to throw strikes at the Cubs. Not a no. Not a problem for Tommy no, Hadovy no, and no, company. No. Um. But that being said, he's an all timer. I mean, if you can get that guy, you get him. They say he's not going to be ready. What the fuck has he been doing? If he's planning on coming back to baseball, how is he not ready? Well, That's I was, what I need to I know. Was I know all- he's going to face some hitting, but he's got enough money that he could fucking pay. Barry Bonds to come fucking take swings. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you mean to tell me that he has You're a business at that point. You're a multimillionaire. Like, you you know, you can get some college players, some young talent to come in. Or uh, there's got to be some kind of, you know, go play with the fucking hot dogs. Well, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying is like, even if it's not like game situation pitching or something like that, to say that, because I was arguing with Luis Medina about this on Twitter last night because he was like, he won't be ready for a month or something like that. And I was like, that is so fucked up because the fact of the matter is he was, he's been working out this whole time. He's been pitching uh, somewhat. He's been throwing at least, you know, but the fact that he wouldn't be like, signable and ready and have been having like yeah you're like you said facing Barry Bonds in his backyard at least like you've got to be doing at least that otherwise like now you've lo- I would love I would love to pitch to Barry Bonds in your backyard by the way that would be so much fun <laughs> my neighbors wouldn't be too happy with all the broken windows but no way dude that fucking old big-headed fuck couldn't hit off of me <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> but uh I mean but honestly yeah not ready. I mean, I could see going down there, getting a couple games in, you know, a week tops down there. But if I if I hear the- two or three weeks, I'd even get. But they're talking months, not months, a month. month. But I but no, no. And not three weeks either. That's too long, too, because I, I'm just saying, like, you should have been doing the things that you had to be doing this entire right, well, three, time. The Cubs will be in fourth place in three weeks, the way things are going. Well, without a closer, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, this weekend it was the bats that killed us, but the there's been 11 blown yeah. saves. 11. Yeah. You get half of those, half of them, and you're still in first place. You are The Cubs are not in first place, and the reason is because they don't have a closer. And they don't even have, and the guy who they were going to use as closer is not even back yet, which I was kind of glad he didn't come back in St. Louis because he gets lit the fuck up. Pedro Strope. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Go get him. Go get him. You know, I, I would hate to think that you're going to have to, you know, give up a lot of the, anybody that you've got in the minor leagues when you've been giving them up for years. You know, develop all the players you've been developing. You're losing them all to to fill your fucking bullshit bullpen holes at the end of the year. So I kind of don't. I know they said like, "Hey, we're gonna do a trade, and we're probably how we're gonna do it. We'll get some successful back end guys with trade." I'd rather them just spend money. Yeah, and not lose any depth like Ian well, Happ or I, something. I, they've built a team. They have. They've built a great team. They've great to, built built the 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 nucleus of of this team for years to come, and everybody knows that. And it feels like they should have won the last few years. 
But to finish it and put it over the top, this is when you got to go out and spend a little money and make trades, and you got to just stop letting guys just go. You got to do something with them. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I don't think cargo is the answer to – I mean, I don't think – I'm not worried about the Cubs offense. It disappeared this weekend, but I'm not worried about it overall. But No, for sure, and you shouldn't be. I mean, there's a big group of talented hitters on this team, so it it, it seems like it – there's no way it should be an issue. Yeah. So but, it's, it's yeah. pitching. It's, it's so like you add cargo and I'm like, great. Can he pitch? <laughs> you know, like how's, yeah, no, how's, I how's mean, his, how's his arm? He's got a good arm, but I don't, you know, I don't know if he can go for more than an inning. Yeah. Well, that's all Caratini <laughs> pitches. So it's fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. The new closer. I mean, it's all a closer needs to do is an inning. I mean, I don't think they're hoping for Ben Zobris type things or uh, I don't know. I mean, he. Yeah. What are you, you going to get no, out of cargo? I don't know. Five years he's, younger than he's five years younger than Zobris, too. So, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I he's 33. That's that's not that old. No, but there, there, there's hope. You know, you're hoping you have another situation like you had last year with Cole Hamels. Yeah. Yeah. Guy and, comes on. He's like, all right. I'm ready. I'm on a winning team. I'm ready to make some noise, do some damage. But he was also in Cleveland, which is a pretty damn good team, and didn't do shit. Maybe the National League would be good to him. Yeah. And uh, and Kimbrell, just getting to his age, he's 31. And um, it, that's not – it's not like some 35-year-old guy at the end of it. I, I mean, he's still, I think – I, I think he's still the guy that you want – for sure. I mean, Red, more Red than, Sox fans more are anybody. at the end of last year. They're like, all right, it's time to let him go. Let's get somebody else. But now that they didn't get somebody else, everybody's like, man, we should really get Kimbrell back. Yeah, and I and I would imagine there's a lot of teams in on him, you know, yeah. I, I, and they're going to drive up his like price. like the Yankees, Atlanta, maybe Boston, the Cubs. There's a few teams looking at him. Yeah, anybody in contention, you know. And then you got Keuchel still out there, and it looks like the Brewers are in on him. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's between uh, the Brewers and the uh, Yankees on Keuchel. From yeah, what I so heard. so if and he maybe and maybe the Astros again. Somebody said I was like I don't believe that. Could be. I mean, and I hate to. I actually hate speculating on the what they're going to do. I'd rather talk about it once they they get it. But I'm just saying, we all know that the Cubs need another back end arm, and that's just the way it is. You know, and a lot of teams do. I I. I, I don't know if uh, it sounds like I don't know. It sounds like they're not going to do it, and everybody's going to be pissed off. That's that's actually kind of my prediction. I, my prediction is they don't get Kimbrel. All right, then what? Then we fucking lose. <laughs> like, honestly, like they'll be like, "Oh, Strope's coming back." I think we'll get Morrow for two months. It'll be too late is, by then. Is is he the difference? I mean, listen, there's no guarantees that he's going to be great. But without a guy like him coming in and doing well, it feels a little hopeless when you start talking about competing with some of the better teams. Well, especially league, right? if it's going to take a month. Like, we need to win these games now. You know, yeah. you can't. This is a tight division. I mean, they, I think the Yankees got a bit of a, a lead up there. and Other teams have a bit of a lead. This is going to be a five-way tie like I predicted at the beginning of the year. You know, you got you need to stop well, pulling out of the pack and not, you know, not just blowing games, you know, 11 games blown. You know, I mean, 
for sure, for sure. Um, I, the, the only thing I was going to say, it's going to be the most annoying thing that I probably say all day, and the, uh, among many annoying things, but it's going to be a thing that people are like, ah, oh, shut up, Lyle. Um, the Cubs getting swept this weekend makes the division more interesting. Well, yeah. It really and, tightened and, up. It's, it's, it makes baseball a little more fun, a little more exciting. Well, and that is actually part of kind of what I think about why they're not going to go get Kimbrell because they win enough without him to be right there, you know, and, and can compete. And if the Cubs run away with the, with the division, they're not necessarily going to pack the ballpark in the same way as if it's really close and there's right. a chance and like the, the games and the, you know, that they all matter because it's so close, you know, that's, and, and my Dr. Gonzo way of thinking about it is like, well, that's good for all the teams in the central because they'll all pack their ballparks because it'll be so close. Milwaukee will pack it. St. Louis will pack it. You know, even, I mean, even, even Cincinnati in last place is not even out of it. And in fact, they've been playing so much better. Well, against the Cubs anyway, that, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, I, I, um, I, I, and even Pittsburgh, you know, or I mean, I don't think they're going to do anything, but they're not a bad team. There's no, you can't walk on anybody in this division. No, I mean, I, I would say of the teams, I think Pittsburgh is the least among them. Sure. Um, that being said, I, you know, I think the Reds might be better than the Cardinals, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the Cubs are the best team. They're not playing like the best team. The Brewers seem to have a little more magic. The yeah. magic that the Cubs had at one point. Uh, they're not as good, but they play better. They also have Christian. That. They also have Christian Yelich. Yeah, but the Cubs also have Javi Baez and Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo and uh, you know Whoa. Wilson Contreras oh, we'll and get, John we'll, Lester. We'll, and, we'll get to those bums. Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. I'll talk about them. That's fine. But the other big story of the day, and we might have buried the lead today. Danny and I are going to give you. Every single bit of information that we have about the draft and what kind of players we expect the Cubs to draft and who they're focused on and who we think they're going to get. Uh, it's a really exciting day, MLB draft. I mean, we've been working on this all day. So, yeah. Danny, what do we got? Buckle up, folks. Buckle up, folks. Um, yeah, the draft is tonight, and uh, I never heard anybody in it. I don't, I don't know these guys. Is there any more? I mean, the draft in NBA, the draft in the NFL. You're going to see these guys on the team immediately making impact. Yes. Yeah. Baseball, it might be five years. You might never see this guy. This guy might be a player to be named later in a fucking bullshit trade. Down the down the lines. I mean, you got your first base, round base, pick. Baseball and NHL are like the longest, like the drafts, just like it's guys you're not going to see for years, except what's interesting in the NHL is like a guy that they drafted this year for next season is under their control. And a lot of times in the playoffs, a guy will finish up like he'll win the college national championship. And the next day they put him in uniform and put him on the ice. You're like, ah, oh, this guy's one of the best players in the country. We're going to put him out there. And so you will see that. 
but it's you know just a couple guys. So that's interesting. Well, you don't see anything like that. Basically. Well, yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, it's not like Chris Bryant spent a heck of a lot of time in the minors, you know. No, but, but he still did. I mean, Vlad yeah. Guerrero Jr. is one of these guys they said they knew was an automatic and he was going to be good. And I mean, he's been in the minors for like three years now. Yeah, and that's probably the minimum that they'll do is three years unless yeah. I'm talking guy gets drafted right before the college hockey playoffs start. He plays in those in the next day. He's playing in the NHL like they'll bring him in for the Stanley Cup only. He doesn't know any of the guys on the team. They put him in uniform. They're like, let's go, kid. Yeah. Well, so that happens. Yeah. But then, That's you know, and then gonna... 99% of the guys spend five or six years like muddling around in, in the minor leagues trying to, you know, get a break. Well, and, and the Cubs are picking 27th. So it's, you know, and I think in any draft class, like you're going to get your, you know, your probably top th- one through five is definitely major league bound and with, you know, barring injury. But. Yeah. Even less so though, in fucking baseball, it's so, so many number one picks never make it, especially pitchers because they lose their arms. Yeah. And it, you know, and injury obviously is, is, um, is a huge, uh, situation, but I bet you it's, I, I don't That's think the Cubs deciding not to draft pitchers as much and going after the bats and get the sure thing, which means you have to go out and buy your pitching, pitching yeah. guys. Yeah. And now that you're unwilling to do that, what's, what's the move? Yeah, what's the move? Yeah, exactly. Unless you can trade for it with one of these bats, but like, I don't really and want they're unwilling to do that too. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They've been unwilling to, and they've kind of let some of these guys go by. Well, who, I mean, then we're going to lose, uh, Oh, Nico Horner. I just wanted to say that uh, just so I could play that song. But yeah, because then like, you know, nobody knows, but the Tribune puts out like, oh, they're going after Logan Davidson and Michael Bush. And like, those are bats. And there's a couple pitchers thrown in here. There's a guy named Cody Hose. Yeah. Bl- listen, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the draft is tonight. We don't really care. Somebody else is better at this. We, yeah. We'll talk about these guys in three or four years. We'll talk about them qu- after they pick them. Because I don't want to yeah. sit and talk about who they might pick. I want to talk about the guy they picked and be like, oh, that's the way they're going. That's the only interesting thing to me. But I don't think Theo should be picking pitchers because he doesn't know what he's doing. Or, like, it seems self-admitted, too. Like, he's like, ah, maybe it's not my I'm style. really more of a hitter guy. Yeah, and I think that's right. Um, um, can, can I ask you a question, though? You were having a little argument on Twitter. Um, you said, you know, the Cubs are... 11 and 12 since Russell came back and Benzo left. And I know you can't 11 and 14, 11 and 14 now, 11 and 14. Sorry. Um, I know that you can't blame Addison Russell for the way they've been playing. No, he's he's been playing well. Yeah, (laughs) he has been playing well, but is there anything out there to chemistry in baseball? Is that a myth? Chemistry in baseball, since it's such a one-on-one sport. Well, I mean, I know because not much of a team thing. But we'll say when teams seem to like each other and get along, they seem to play better together. There seems to be more. You know, I, I yeah, don't know. It doesn't show up in the stats. You know, it, it and just I, and doesn't. I, and, I, and I think teams that win seem happier. So it's it's easy to say hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, that Cubs two thousand sixteen team was the best group of guys ever, and they had the glue and they had all the right pieces. Well, it's because they won and they were happy and they were having fun. Yeah, but this team was doing that right before Russell came back. And uh and I'm not even going to blame it on Russell coming back. I'm more thinking it it's that it's if any kind of bad vibes are going on, it's Benzo leaving. If you take somebody and you by the way, everybody that are that read that 
me saying that Russell came back and Benzo left and just talked about Russell, you just kind of showed your personal colors, <laughs> you know, about right. like, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not just coming after Russell because of what he did again. Um, but uh, I am more ob- observing that uh, you lose uh, basically a, a team player, a veteran. Uh, he friends with he all was the, team. the replacement for him. And Russell comes back, and even though Russell hits better than Benzo, what happened is that a guy who was like the glue of the clubhouse that, you know, by everything I've ever seen, has been a, a huge part of the team, and I put that in quotes, part of the team, uh, Ben Zobrist, and a clutch dude, and, a, and you know, everything that he brings to the table, just being a nice guy, and then you replace him with the guy who kind of fucked up your year last year and got suspended so that Daniel Murphy was out there as basically all game at, as a statue at second base, so he's gone, Cubs end up losing, losing the wild card, Russell's not even a part of it because he got his ass suspended, and then when you came back at spring training... Uh, because of what Russell did, y'all had to take domestic violence classes during spring training and like lose an hour or whatever the fuck else you were going to do that day. Well, and, and had to spend most of the the preseason and the beginning of the season talking about it. Yeah. Not yeah. talking about baseball, talking about Addison Russell. Yeah. And, and every, every time you got a question, that was in there. And then that's the guy who walks in and the guy who walks out is the exact opposite of that guy. You know, and uh, and... I don't know. I don't think that you can like win games with like spirit, <laughs> of course. But I do think that you know if uh, baseball is very psychological sport. So if your psyche is damaged in that point, I think it probably affects overall performance. And and um, you know, I just know I wouldn't be happy about it if I were there. It's hard. It's hard to maybe not like somebody you're playing with. Yeah. That makes it hard. But it's a business, too. The guys make a lot of money. They need to suck it up and do what they got to do. But it obviously affects people. They're they're only human. They're only human. Now, well, and then, Joe but, Madden's never been so happy that Javi's hurt, heels hurt because now he gets to put Addison back shortstop, right? Yeah, well, I, I think that was – people disagree with me on that, too, because I think it, it was the plan all along because the fact is Russell does probably have the most range at shortstop. He doesn't have the best arm. Uh, Javi's kind of a waste of an arm at second. I think you you got to be throwing uh, Bodie over there usually because his bat is actually integral to this lineup at this. So point. I mean, I mean, you've just made the case. I mean, having Javi at third is probably the best answer. So Chris Bryant, you're the you're the odd man out. Yeah, see ya, KB. Maybe uh, they should trade him for uh, a role this Chapman. <laughs> Let's do it again. Um, and but the one thing I want to point out is imagine how ev- much they give up again for that guy oh, they've given up so much for that one arm i know and and then joe tries to ruin it every time he sees it but i mean and the difference with like let's say a, a role as chapman coming to the team in the middle of the season in 2016 is that that team was already built and he was just like a cherry on top and the fact that he did all that shit like pistol whipping and shooting shooting uh, holes in his garage and all that shit he did that when he was a red and then he went to the Yankees and then he came to the Cubs so like and the Reds they got rid of his ass for nothing they got rid of his ass for um Eric Jagilo Caleb oh. Cotham Rookie Davis, who we 
saw as a red, but then now he's a pirate. And Tony Renda. That's who... You ever hear any of these guys except for Rookie Davis? And only you heard of Rookie Davis because his name is Rookie. Yeah, and what? how weird to not be a rookie anymore. Yeah, he's on, and he's on the Pirates. He's even on his second team. Who names your child Rookie? But it's totally different when you end up with a guy in the middle of the season that uh, has a history that he didn't get that history while he was with your team. Russell is totally tied to the Cubs in all ways, you know. So, I, I mean... I'm not saying it's cause and effect, but I mean, you know, and we've definitely been playing better teams too. Cardinals yeah. are, are, Astros are good, you know. The yeah, but Phillies, if you're not beating the good teams, good. yeah, then you, it's going to be a short off season if you make it. I mean, it's a short, a long, a long off season. I meant, I meant a short postseason and a long yeah. off season. Yeah, but um, but uh, I thought we'd check in with Ben Zobrist real quick. We did get a voicemail call from him. Uh, staying out, I, I love the pictures that got posted the other day by Michael Carlson. Must have gone out and visited and see it. Saw, um, you know, Ben Zobra seemed to have, having a to be having a good time out there at uh, Bill Sugars' house in Aurora. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I don't know if he's having fun. I think he's captive at this point. Yeah, I, I don't think Bill's going to let him go. But um, let, let's get it, get a give a listen to this voicemail. Hey, Ranchers. This here is Benzo just checking in. Thanks again for all the support. I'm doing real well, and I'm really enjoying staying at uh, Bill's. His couch has been very comfortable. And I think he might be starting to get a little tired of me, though. Though he introduced me to this great new app called Tinder. Uh-oh. Because on my dating site, it's really tough to find good Christian girls, though. But I did get matched with a lady. Her name is Miss Robbins. She's a little older than me, but... Hell, age is just a number. I've been dating with her later tonight after Bill and I finished watching uh, some Baywatch. I love me that David Hasselhoff. Um, did he say Robbins? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I think he did. Uh, is is he? I don't. I mean, my sister talking about your mom. Well, he said she's a little older than it could be my sister. But she's Which married. One? She's married. Well, I've got one gay sister, and by the way, happy Pride, everybody! Happy and pride. um, and I've got a married sister, and then there's my mom, who's technically widowed, but it's been a long time. I did tell her drunken at Thanksgiving that if she ever wanted to get married again, I wouldn't <laughs> cause any trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but she was embarrassed by that conversation, so I don't think she'd go out with Ben's. It must be a different Robbins. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. By, by the way, everybody, that's my real last name. <laughs> right. Yeah, Lyle gave me the name Rocket about 25 years ago, so. There it is. I've been Rocket longer than I ever was Robbins. For sure. So, well, thanks for calling in, Ben. I'm glad you're having a good time with Ben, and uh, good luck on your date. Actually, I wouldn't mind it if my mom got with Ben Zoberist. I, I mean, I'd kind of be into it if you're, if your married sister went out with him. It'd be interesting anyway. Yeah, I'd say yeah, why kid, not? The kids would be pumped to have a baseball player. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah, especially like, yeah, especially Later, my dad, my, my, my nephew. Yeah, he'd be like, you're like, dad, you're not a very good coach anyway. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going with Benzo. Yeah, Benzo have totally. six kids. It'd be like the Brady Bunch. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because they, they got three at three. All right, let's talk about this team. 
All right. Well, let's just start with... Um, so I picked up this rake at Home Depot. The rakes. Uh, I miss Michael every time we do this and he's not here because it's the one time that I can just uh, sit and light a cigarette and hang back. It, it's weird. It's the first time I think anyone's ever missed Michael in his entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Mike. <laughs> so um, Bodie, Hayward, Rizzo, and Russell all have two home runs this week and OPS is over 1,000. Uh, yeah, which yeah. is bringing my, I think the Cubs, you know, the, you, you look at the rispy business that's going on. It's not, <sighs> it, it's, it, it's the guys that were performing for your Contreras is your Baez is, you know, they're not doing it. But so the Cubs are getting hits and they're, they're getting uh, on base sometimes, not a lot, not as much as I'd like, but they're, they're doing it in all the wrong order. They're failing. It's rispy. The whole yeah. week was rispy. And it's so frustrating. And they hit shitloads of home runs, but they didn't score any runs. All they do is hit home runs. It's yeah. kind of lame. So, so, solo shots. It's, it's ridiculous. So, th- so then, uh, oh yeah, the flakes. I haven't worried about flakes since my grunge days. Remember them? Yeah, well, Baez and Contreras. And Baez got the hurt heel. Um, no excuse. Yeah, if but, you're out there, you can play. And yeah. if you can't play, then you need to not. But two for 38 between <laughs> them this week with 21 strikeouts between them. That's a lot. But I, yeah, yeah, that's more than half. That's so, uh, that's four seasons for Bill Buckner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, honorary mention Flaker, uh, Kyle Schwarber, who went one for 11 out of the leadoff spot. But he did have two walks on Sunday, at least. Um, the Cubs. Why, is, why? 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 Why is he in the leadoff spot? Because they don't have a leadoff hitter. I mean, and and what's funny, it's like if you compare it to other leadoff hitters in the league, which I assume that's what I was doing when I look at um, you know Schwarber's OPS plus of one eleven while batting leadoff. He's actually above average. Yeah, it's the walks, but he, but you know, the Cubs are batting two eighteen out of the leadoff spot with a two ninety eight OBP. That is bad. If you're not, really if bad. you're, if you're not, if that's your if, nine hitter. Yeah, that's and if, what it, you know what I mean. And if less than a third of a time that uh, a third of the time you're getting on somebody in front of, you know, your big bashers, you know that's not going to be good enough. Like you want that a, a little bit higher. I mean, you want it actually 50 points higher, <laughs> at least, you know. 350 out of the leadoff spot, 400. But it ain't happening. Um, Schwarber actually what? is best batting eighth. His his numbers, and he's got half the at-bats, but uh, he's, batting, he's batting like 350 down there with an OPS in the nines or some shit. So, Jesus. yeah. So he should be batting eighth according to numbers. I mean, I I I I put I'd put Javi, Javi Russell or Bryant in that fucking leadoff spot. One of those three. Yeah, I mean, the problem is Javi strikes out too much to put him up there. But uh, Kyle Schwarber is giving him a run for his money, and uh, I mean, even like you you just don't have that cont. I mean, you see it with like Matt Carpenter, right, on the Cardinals. Like that's a leadoff man. Like that's yeah, well, a dude. Well, who's, think he's think a about top. how clerked Chris Bryant is. He'd hit a fucking leadoff solo shot like every other game. 
Yeah. Sorry, I, I had to let my cat out. <laughs> <laughs> she was meowing at the door. Uh, let yeah. the, did you let the cat out of the bag? <sighs> Fucking let the goddamn wind out of my sails this weekend is what I did. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on. I, I already played the throw song. Uh, there, you know, you got it. Uh, I mean, Cole Hamels was good yesterday. Didn't work out for the team. But um, out of the bullpen, I guess I the only. How, bu- hey, how was you, Darvish? Was he better? You think? Well, yeah, but that was against the Astros. Right. We, yeah, he he already forgot. He's he's already forgotten about that start. To be honest, so have I. I mean, it's funny how people like all his starts, even though I don't think that they're that impressive. <laughs> but I'm supposed to pretend and be like, no, no, that was good. Like you, uh, Darvish pitched. On the last uh, Outside the Ivy show that we did on TV. And I was like, I'm like, so does this officially count as a U Darvish baby step? And Luis and Michael were like, no, it's a full adult step. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, six innings, like four runs. Like, I don't know. Call me crazy. It's not that exciting. Is that what happened, by the way? I know it was six innings, but I, yeah, I don't it know. It was something like that. Yeah. You're pretty close. Yeah. Um, I don't th- actually, I, I don't think he gave up. That was the one where he didn't give up any runs. Th- right. Against Houston. Uh, the hell? no, that was, no, was that, wh- that's the game they won. Am I fucked? It? I'm fucking you're, this all up. You're fucking this up. You're yeah. Fucking this up. I'm trying to find it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. I, it's so, you know, once the season is going, it's really hard to like, think of what happened on what day and i know we're all in the same place and i try to write it down but i do not remember when you darvish pitched last i think it was no it was uh it was one of the days that end in y it was one of the days that end in y yeah uh they did not win because the they kyle hendricks they won only won that game but yeah i, I don't know it's a it's a uh, I don't want to talk about you, Darvish. He's not on the list. I'm giving the throws to Edwards and Kinsler, is what I'm saying, because they gave up nary a base runner in 4.1 innings pitched together. Um, But the Cubs only managed one win in the entire week, so it didn't matter. Um, Now let's do the... um, You just put your lips together and blow. I gotta give it to Mike Montgomery, who couldn't shut down Friday or Sunday in those tight two-to-one games, so that was frustrating. I, you know, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with Mike. I know he had shoulder issues. Maybe that's still bothering him, but he just hasn't been quite as effective and maybe who we thought that we'd be counting on this year. As yeah. Like a long, I mean, he's not, you know, it, it's, he's an, I think he's pretty, like, above average overall. But, you know, a little bit of setback with injury can turn you below average real fast. So I don't know what's going on with him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's just not totally well. You know? Anyway, let's let's move on. This, I'm depressing myself talking about this fucking team. It's now time to get even more depressed. But I might have a glimmer of hope for you. Lilaker. And the state of the bull penis. Well, it's it's pretty missionary if you ask me. It's getting the job done, but not too exciting. And it's not really always getting it done either. Yeah, the um the bullpen was not bad this weekend. Yeah. You I know, that and they 
I didn't notice them, so that's a good sign. Yeah, they they were they didn't blow. Well, uh, they kind of blew the game on what I guess Saturday. Um, after that crazy rain delay, but somebody was going to blow the game. <laughs> Might as well be our bullpen, <laughs> right. you know. But there could be some hope. Um, Adbert Alzale, you know, if the Cubs do not go and get somebody yeah, else. By the way, you dumbass, Darvish did pitch that Cardinals game. I was right, the two to one game. They lost in ten. Oh yeah, that that is the one. Yeah, that's the last one we. That's yeah. the last time we were on the TV show. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I'm so. I'm so. I was busy. so confused. I'm like Astros. I was like, no, that was no, Cardinals. It was and the then Cardinals. I thought I was wrong. I was like, well, Danny was on TV that night, so maybe he remembers it better than I do. No, he got the only RBI. Remember? Yeah, he pitched six he, and, and he three hit. Three hits, one earned run, three walks, six Ks. It was probably his best best performance. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I it, I guess. It 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 was, and he got a ribby. He it, was the best player on the team. Yeah, he he was the best player on the team. I, I'm just saying, like, this is the bare minimum. In a loss. This is the bare minimum that I want from you, Darvish. I guess six innings pitched. God, you really confused me there. One to three runs. I'm happy with the start. But it's not like the, you know, they're paying him a lot more than this gives you. They're paying him like a number two starter, number one on some teams even. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, this is, anyway, I, he's not, at, but uh, you, that's, that's you, Darvish. Adbert Alzale, do you think they're going to bring this guy up? Yes. I, I kind of do too. He's been rocking it, but he's a starter. I know. So, is he your long relief guy? What does he become? I don't know. I don't want to fuck with. I don't want to fuck him up. Like I, I kind of want there to be a starter that comes from the minor leagues that stays a starter. I could. I know they might use him in the pen first and then move him back to starter. But like you know, young guy, like you know, just their history. Of, well, Darvish is their history is, is sucks. pretty much based on based on the uh, you Darvish calendar. It's almost time for him to go back on the DL. So yeah, well then you'll definitely see him. But I, I mean, I'd be happy. I mean, it frustrates me that they wouldn't go and get a pro and just like go and try to rec- uh, kind of rely on a rookie instead of getting a pro as the window is currently open and is about to shut. But um, but yeah, I, th- I think that they are going to be looking from within. But he's been awesome this year. He's got a point seven one whip in uh, twenty one innings pitched. So maybe we see him. Maybe we don't. But, um, yeah, let's talk about this Cardinal series a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's quick, 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 quick. Yeah, they, uh, you know. Game the, one, Darvish did pitch. I was right. Yeah, you were right. And I, I wrote it down, but I didn't um, remember I wrote it down. My brain is fried. I've been I've been at it uh, like six different projects, like every single day. I'm just running around like with like no brain cells left. So. Right. So that's my excuse for not knowing that, even though I actually went on TV and talked about you, Darvish, <laughs> the Cardinals, and I don't I even don't remember. I, like, I just, I was, I, I literally watched the recaps of the games again today just so I could remember how awful it was. It's possible that I actually have Alzheimer's. Oh, it's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and um, I don't know. That, that was the frustrating game. Uh, now it's all coming back to me. Um, the Dylan Maples makes a perfect pitch and Laz Diaz says fucking ball four and then Maples lost it completely 
at yeah. that point and uh you know probably should have pulled him but then uh, then it just got worse from there and then they walked it off right after that but like listen here it is uh Chris Bryant, the Boo Birds helped. He 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 hit. Yeah, dude. Uh, the, fucking Madden and Rizzo boo him, and then he fucking goes two for thirteen, and he strikes oh, out seven anything, times. If there's anything anything to learn, you gotta boo him more. No, they've been booing him all weekend. <laughs> God, what a fucking cream puff. Oh, he's such a cream puff. Uh, bases loaded in the first. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. 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 Yeah. And, you, and, you, you, Darvish, the only RBI. Yeah. That, that, Fowler, Fowler with another boner play, definitely making you think he is on the Cubs payroll still when he stepped off a second. Yeah. Um, I mean, until game two when he tore the cover off it. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, it just, you lose two of these games two to one. That's always going to be frustrating. And they weren't even like an interesting two to one. <laughs> it was like, you know, I where think there the were... first game was a good game. It was frustrating because the Cubs couldn't get guys in. They had every opportunity. They just got outplayed. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, 0 for 8, and, 0 for and 8 bull, runners in scoring position. And bull penis walk-off bullshit is annoying. Yeah, and that was kind of interesting how they had they set up on the right side of the infield. Yeah, with the four defenders on the right side of the infield, and then Carpenter goes opposite field and hits it into the left field corner. I was I like, I, I mean, nothing I'm glad is he good. Did it. I wish more people would do that. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing. I hate right. seeing that kind of fucking putting everybody on one side. Fuck that. That's well, annoying. and the Cubs don't even shift anymore. They got four guys over there, and yeah. this one short. It was ridiculous. And uh, I don't know if it was that he wasn't being pitched too well by uh, C-Sheck came in and gave up that hit that ended the whole thing. Uh, right. Monty, I think he, Monty, yeah, he was supposed to keep that outside, and he did not. Yeah, Monty got the loss because he's the one that uh, – which I think Monty got hosed on some pitches too. You know, I mean, I, I feel like that – not that the Cubs are going to win this game. I don't know that they do because they obviously weren't doing shit offensively, but – you know, they certainly didn't get any help from the umpires. The second game. In the mud. Three and a half hour rain delay. Just brutal. And, I mean, I don't know why this. I thought they would have called it by that long. But they went back out there and then the wheels fell off. Wouldn't you rather they. I mean, I guess on Sunday they don't want a second Sunday night game. But just fucking let us go home and play a double header the next day. Well, they could have just suspended it and started it in the fifth and then had the second game at 3 o'clock. But with the Cubs playing in just one hour against the Angels on their own makeup day, I just don't think they wanted that. So they just hung around. But, you know, it didn't go well. I mean, unfortunately, Quintana only got to pitch four innings. He was going pretty well. Two yeah, I mean, two two runs, four hits, six Ks. Like that's pretty. He was striking out a lot of guys. But then Chatwood came in after that crazy rain delay at about midnight and gave up three runs on five hits over two innings. Then Kyle Ryan came out and sucked, gave up two fucking solo home runs and sucked. Are you, are you glad you weren't doing the show that night? Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> nobody would have watched. It would have been like five viewers, you know, by two in the morning. And Yeah, I am. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they lose that one seven to four. And um, they got out hit again, like 12 to seven. Like, the, I don't know what is it with the Cubs giving up all these hits. So many hits. Um, the bullpen, I guess, was terrible in this game. Five runs. They have five of the seven runs, so yeah. And uh, I kind of missed the end of it because uh, it was fucking late and I, 
I've been drinking and I've just fell the fuck asleep as Chatwood, right as Chatwood was blowing it. I was like, oh, that's how this is going to go. See the ya. Bullpen, the bullpen has blown it and they need to be able to win these close games. I still say they're adequate though, because this is a team that needs to be, uh, be off- offensive. I mean, yeah, you, you yeah. got, this has got to be a team that scores lots of runs. And I think that's how this team wins. Yeah. You can't expect a ton from this bullpen setup. I mean, you have nobody. You're you're literally like I can't get mad at them. I mean, you have no strope, you have no morrow, you have no closer. You know, you just like it's it's kind of pieced together at this point. Yeah. The pitching is I'm not mad at them. And I wanna be. I'm more I, I'm more mad at Theo and ownership that this is what they decided was going to help them win a championship. Yeah, and instead they just want to play the central to even and take their chances and uh, save you know save their money for a. Rainy you know what? Day. Maybe at the trade deadline, and maybe here and you know as it gets, I don't know. Maybe they do make a move and it works out the way they think it can. They just need they're they're in position right now to go out at the break. But what's crazy is all the other teams are close, so just about everybody in the division might be making moves, and then it makes it even harder. Yeah. Yeah, you, I, th- I think that you just got to – obviously, it's like one of those things that uh, if you spend the money up front, you might pay a little bit more, but you're going to be assured of what – that you got what you were looking for, whether it works yeah, or not. and you're going to have a little freedom going into – you know, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's good to fight all season, but it's just – fans it makes it harder. Fans are mad. Fans yeah. are mad because we were pro- – I feel like we've been sold a good uh, bill of sale here. That they they're like, oh yeah, every game matters. They all matter, oh, except for the eleven that we fucking blew. Yeah, and that yeah yeah. I mean, it just eleven is a lot. Riz, Rizzo answered uh, or Goldie answered Rizzo's home run. That Ozuna man is impressive to watch. Yeah, really... I mean, if there was a guy, you know, if you if you Danny, if you want to secretly like a Cardinals player, like you used to secretly like Yachty, this is your guy. I don't know. It's hard to like any Cardinals now. Even it is, even it Yachty. is. But God, he's dude. He's got fifty RBI already. Yeah. Uh, no, the Cardinals. Uh, they just showed they're a good team. They just uh, swept us after we swept them. Although, and, and and in this game, Fowler finally looked like he wasn't on the Cubs payroll, and he made them hurt a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You hit one at the end of this game. Rizzo and Hayward hope homered in it as well. But, I mean, Rizzo's really impressive this year. I mean, he his really power is, is like. Really, really a surprise. Um, kind of under the radar, like outside of, uh, you know, outside of Cubs fans. You know, he's, I don't know, he's kind of like uh, Goldschmidt all those years in Arizona. Everybody's like, yeah, that guy's pretty good. They're like, no, he might be the best hitter in all of baseball for like three or four years. And, you know, Rizzo's, yeah. Rizzo's kind of having a, a moment right now. It's pretty impressive. And I was way wrong about that yeah. in the offseason. Yeah, you were wrong. I was. Super. Um, and now the frustrating thing about the last game is I think this, the Cubs just beat themselves. Yeah. This is like, you know, you've got, they, they ran a team that they, Cardinals don't run. No, no teams run unless you are really bad. Um, Jed fucking Jerko. Yeah. He doesn't even steal bases. Yeah. He steals a base, ends up scoring to in the first run. Cause Wilson throws it away. And then, um, you know, Colton Wong, Gets a single. Also, steals, did he? Wasn't this the second. game he made that fucking great catch too? Who Jerko? Yeah, he had um, like running out to the outfield and jumping yeah. in the air and snapping. Who was yeah. that off of Rizzo? Maybe I don't remember. I think it was like didn't it end the game? Actually, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty impressive. No, yeah, the, really, no, Adam Wainwright. This is the guy you're gonna let fucking dominate you. Yeah, and it was right after they just beat him up. 
He's right. half the man he used to be. Yeah, and they beat him up at Wrigley. They they got three lousy hits. And um, it, and they did have a chance to tie it at the end. They got one run. They showed a little bit of life at the end. But, like, K- KB with an opportunity, super clutch. Super clutch. Struck a couple out times. three times. Yeah, struck out three times. Left a lot of men on base. How many did he leave total? Uh, it he was four odd. left on base. That, that leads the team. Uh, Cubs go 0 for 4 with runners in scoring position because most of their men just got to first base on a walk, which they walked eight times. Yeah. And then got doubled off. Yep. And they a lot of double play. Well, three double plays. They played great defense. They made some great plays this weekend. Yeah. They really I mean, I did. Say it, but I got to give them a little credit. Yeah. No, you got to give them credit. But the thing is, is like the Cubs, they beat themselves in this game, you know, with an error. The one run on Hamels, who pitched well, which is was really kind of a relief to see that it wasn't going to be like, you know, Lester and fucking uh, Hamels going off to the old man's home and just be, being a year of like dead lackey, you know? Yeah. But, um, it wasn't that, so it just wasn't good enough, you know. the The offense was just done, and uh, you got to think that a lot of it's got to be, you know, Javi's heels hurting him, and you know, one of the double plays was his, and I thought he was going to beat that out. He did not. He's, I mean, he doesn't. He, he doesn't have the speed. No, and he not right now. So I don't know. Fucking got this swept. Is, this is uh, this is the meatloaf game. What do you mean? The, oh, yeah. Angels. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Angels. You're going to move on to that. I'm going yeah. on to the preview. Yeah. Yeah, we got one game. Nobody's even going to have a chance to to, uh, to listen to this. But, yeah, we're going to try to eat some meatloaf today. And uh, I, I'll say this much. The Angels, they're 28-30, and 30, but they did win their last three series coming in against division rivals, but uh, not the Astros, the only good team in their division. Right. Um, the only thing that we got going for us, I think, today is that they're flying in from Seattle and they got to go back to to play Oakland right? in their ballpark. So, like, they're flying for the West Coast. I mean, that kind of helps us. Games at three, though, so they probably came in last night. So Yeah, I know, but you got to hope it gives you a little bit of an advantage. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so the Angels – uh, I don't know what to say about them, except for that they're using an opener today. <laughs> yeah, they're using an opener. Uh, they've got Cam Bedrosian as their uh, opener. Is, is he related to Eric Bedrosian? I don't believe so. Um, okay. or my friend growing up, Chuck Bedrosian. I don't, hey, think. Chuck, buddy. But um, yeah, he it, Chuck. he hasn't this Cam Bedrosian guy that's coming in. At the start, he hasn't pitched more than an inning point two all year. But uh, guess who's coming in afterwards? Otani. Oh! Truck driving man, dude. Do- Trevor Cahill, baby. Do you kind of want to stand up and give him a little uh, round of applause? Well, I'm not going to be. That. I'm not going to be there. I got rehearsal in two hours. So, right. <laughs> Trevor Cahill, um, he's going in today. And uh, but I'll get to that in a moment. Well, actually, let's get to it. Now. Let's just preview the stupid Angels game, shall we? Yeah. yeah. And then and and uh, Cam Bedrosian is going to open it, and then uh, Trevor Cahill is going to go out there uh, with his seven ERA, six ninety two, against John Lester. And um, you got to hope that John Lester is going to do kind of what Cole Hamels did and not be such an old fuck. <laughs> yeah, you got to hope he turns it around. Yeah. They're giving away a replica of Wrigley Field, little statue. Um, unfortunately, uh, Jason Hayward won't be batting 
in the beginning. Is he even in this lineup? I don't even know. But I, don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, uh, I did see it, but I forget what it's if Hayward's in it. Um, because if anybody's not going to be in it, it might be Hayward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, let's let's take a look. Hayward is in it, but unfortunately he's not one of the first three batters of the game because he's the only one with good numbers against Cam Bedrosi in the opener. But against Trevor Cahill, um, let's see, what am I looking at? Against Trevor Cahill, uh, Hayward has also seen him the most, and he's 5 for 10 with a home run, and Rizzo's homered off of him. Uh, last time Cahill went out there, he gave up six through four. Yeah, remember he had a bit of a magical start and was pitching well last year. It's the, that's gone. He's yeah, two and it's, five. Yeah, so he blows. Just, yeah, no, he's bad. Um, so I, I think the Cubs have a good shot to win today, uh, especially with Lester on the mound as long as he doesn't blow up. Although Mike Trout is here. He wasn't. He didn't play in the first two games and early in April. About that yeah. Yeah, and so and uh, their number four hitter, uh, cleanup man, uh, Tommy Lastella coming to town. So, so crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy, yeah, it's and, crazy. And now we got to use cargo. You already had him, Theo. You already had him. Um, so uh, Lester, last time he gave up seven runs in five point two against Houston, and his last three starts have sucked ass. And that was uh, bad. yeah, and uh, yeah, so. That's uh, pretty much how that that's gonna go. I don't know how he's. I didn't look up. I looked up his stats accidentally against the the Rockies, but he's not gonna face the Rockies. And thank Is God, there wrong with him. There could be. He was injured earlier in the year too, just like Monty. And all of a sudden, like you know, he's you know bound to suck. Anyway, um, so hey, why don't we take a moment to do a, uh, some Lyles betting corner? Yeah, we got the Cubs tonight, minus 185. That's a lot. Angels plus 155. I don't like it with all their travel. Um, I actually don't love either team in this game. Um, the over-unders at nine. I mean, it's I cold. It's cold in Chicago. It's cold. I mean, you think you'd take the under in this, but with this, the way these two guys have been pitching. Yeah. You really don't want to touch that either. It's it's pretty crazy. Um if you had to bet on this game, what would you bet? That Anthony Rizzo has more. Okay. His hit run RBI total is more than two and a half for plus 130. All right. Hits plus runs RBIs over two and a half. Anthony Rizzo. There you go. Go place your bets at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Ranto and you get a 50% bonus on your deposit. And remember, if you never want to hear a commercial like this again, well, I cut them out of the uh, Patreon subscriber show. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto and subscribe today for as little as $1. $1. So let's get into the Rockies, shall we? Um, Rockies coming to town. Um, Rockies have been hot, 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 hot. Um, they won. Michael's favorite team. I wish he was here for this. Yeah, he was Do you remember a- that guy, Michael Cotton? Oh, yeah. I, I, vaguely. Vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely huge remember. Rockies fan. Um, yeah, they they've been hot, man. They've been really hot. Uh, they've they won. Let's see, uh, eleven of their last thirteen games against uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Arizona, and Toronto. Though, so like, those are bad teams. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now they've scored uh, six more runs than they've allowed. I think that's eleven are, runs now. Are, are the Cubs a good team? 
I, I, I have no idea. They used to suck, and then they seemed like they were awesome, and now they suck again. So I just don't know. They're very <laughs> streaky. They're having a very streaky season so far, I'll tell you that what much. Two of their last ten? Woo! Yeah, and so and so they're trending in the wrong direction where the Rockies are trending in the right direction. They're coming into town on Tuesday. Cubs were 3-3 three and three against the Rockies last year and, of course, lost the wild card game to them. Um, each team in the season series scored exactly 33 runs. Wow. Carlos Gonzalez, 33 years old. Jesus here. Uh, Charlie Blackman is hurt, but he might be back. He was eligible to come back. Uh, at the start of the series, but they're saying he's not gonna. So that's kind of good for us. But it didn't seem to matter with the fucking Astros, who didn't have anybody on their team except for a bunch of Olsorans, and they they beat us. So uh, Wade Davis is hurt, and I don't. And he's going to be rehabbing soon, but I don't think he's going to make it into the series. I don't think so. Offensively, uh, the Cubs are a little bit better in almost all the categories, but not by a lot. Um, uh, they're fourth and sixth in OPS. Hard to judge. Rocky's got that cheating fucking, you yeah. know, you got to look at the home away splits with this team of all the teams in the league. It's frustrating, right? Like, yeah. but the Cubs have hit the fifth most homers and the Rockies really haven't been hitting the ball out of the park. It, you know, as much uh, cup, the Rockies don't walk, which that's going to hurt their run scoring. If they can, if they're not hitting homers and walking it out there, you know, well, I guess if you're in that stadium, you just want to get hits. Yeah, but they're playing the Cubs, who love to walk people, so it yeah, all evens out. It all evens out. Uh, Cubs are second in uh, taking the free pass, uh, especially after that game yesterday. Um, Rockies, they strike out more than the Cubs. Uh, Cubs, are they were at the bottom of the league for a long time. They are now like smack dab and pretty average. They were above average almost all season until recently. Neither team steal bases. The Cubs are now last I wow. tell you, man, they should have brought up Winton Bernard, like I said. They would have at least one more win on this fucking road trip with Winton Bernard instead of fucking Jim Aducci. Man, does does Madden even coach anymore? Wasn't he a guy who was always like, we got to be aggressive. We got to be aggressive on the bases. We got to be aggressive with the bats. And now they just stand there and, and wait for stand, someone to hit a home run. Yep, that's all they do. It's really kind of boring. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, I'm not uh, – even that game where they hit five home runs, I home runs are boring. That's one yeah. thing I totally agree with Michael Cotton about, you know, just like that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the only thing, but well, the Rockies have scored more runs than the Cubs this year, but not that many more, nine more. Nine more. Big deal. Which I think is now what 15 more or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but then you talk about pitching. They give up a few more than the Cubs do. Yeah, the Cubs do actually have the seventh best team ERA. Um, just under four. The Rockies doesn't have, feel like it, does it? Does the it. eye test doesn't tell you that they're a top of the league pitching staff. No, but the Rockies certainly don't have one. They have the fourth worst pitching staff uh, at just over five. So the run separates uh, the seventh best team and the fourth worst. Um, the, bull, the bullpen eye are both pretty average, right? Yeah, almost almost even. 10th and 12th in the majors. Um, Surprisingly. Cubs are 6th in walks. Rockies are pretty average. Can you imagine uh, if the Cubs had a worse bullpen? Well, a lot. Third, a lot of teams do, A lot do, of teams do. 20 teams have worse bullpens than the Cubs, if you could imagine that from an ERA standpoint. Um, but not in the blown save standpoint. That's all ours, baby. Uh, they've given up the 7th most home runs, so we like to hit them, so this might work out. 
The Cubs, uh, they do keep the ball in the yard. The third least amount of home runs have been hit against the Cubs pitching. And they strike out a below-average amount of hitters, and the Cubs strike out about an average amount of hitters, which I guess that's... Hey, can you, can, can, all right, is. I need some good news, maybe. I mean, it's been average news. Tell me about the defense. I want to know about... Oh, you know, there's no, a stat I no, about. No, no good news coming in that front. Uh, the oh. Cubs have the fifth-most errors in the league, and the Rockies have the eighth least, so they beat us there. But uh, and there's not really much better news when it comes to... The ghost of uh, Christmas Durr. <laughs> 689 Durr. The 10th worst Durr in the major leagues. The Rockies are worse. 685. It's time to start a new scavenger hunt for the month of June. Uh, here's all you got to do. It's it's Gay Pride Month, so I want you to Photoshop Daniel Murphy into rainbow flags and gay pride emblems and maybe, like, put his head on, like, you know, dudes and thongs on a float and then tweet that shit out <laughs> during the game. I'm and, into it. Yeah, and be like, Daniel Murphy finally coming around. Something like that. And then uh, make sure you tag me at Sunranto on Twitter or on the Ranters uh, Facebook page. So, And uh, this month, I'm going to be giving away to the winner of the Scavenger Hunt competition a Pink Out the Bleachers t-shirt. Nice. Which is from Wrigley Field. Well, as I said, it's cold today, but it's supposed to warm up to the mid-70s by Tuesday. And then a high of 59 on Thursday again because God hates us in Chicago. God hates us. Yeah. Yeah. It's worse here. Yeah. It's very, uh, you know, as Donald Trump would say, give me a little bit of that good global warming. What an asshole. So game one of this uh, series, Jeff Hoffman. One and one with a 720 earned run average against Kyle Hendricks. Five and four with a 309. Jeff Hoffman, well, last time he gave up three runs on seven hits through five against shitty Arizona. And he started against the Cubs back in 2017. Yeah, this has been a while. And he gave up one run on four hits and struck out eight. So he was quite good against us. However, Bryant is three for five, and two of those three are home runs. So maybe he can unclerch himself against Jeff Hoffman. Kyle uh, gave up one run on four hits and struck out seven versus Houston, and he went eight innings pitched. It was a fucking masterpiece. And he and uh, he won a game and lost a game against the Rockies last year, giving up three each time. But he almost lasted eight in one of those games. However, Daniel Murphy... <sighs> has four home runs off of Kyle Hendricks and 22 at-bats. Mark Reynolds hits him like crazy, too. Um, overall, the Rockies have 11 home runs and 120 at-bats. Do you think Daniel Murphy will go to any Pride events? Oh, yeah. At least on uh, Cubs Twitter, he will. Yeah. <laughs> Through Photoshop. <laughs> so that's game one. Uh, game two, uh, German Marquez. 
Uh, doesn't sound that last name doesn't sound very German to me. But it's probably Herman Herman Armes Marquez. Six and two with a three forty eight up against you, Darvish. Two and three with a five oh two. Hey, 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 quiet. You Darvish is pitching. Well, I guess I'll talk about German first. Okay. Last time he only gave up two through seven against Toronto. He's good. He's good. Against the Cubs last year, though, uh, we got six runs off of him and knocked him out in the fourth inning. So hopefully we can do that again. But that's what we did to fucking Wainwright last time. And then look what he did to us. Baez has taken him deep, but no one's really seen him all that much. Um, yeah. Now you, Darvish. He was, well, I mean, he was pretty good. One run, he was good. One run on three hits against St. Louis. And he lasted six. He still lost. Yeah, they lost because the Cubs fucking hitting disappeared. And then, um, but last year against the Rockies, he sucked ass. He gave up 11 runs in nine innings over two games. Oh, God, I thought they kept him in for one whole nine inning game and allowed him to give up 11 runs. No, that would have been amazing. That would have been, um, that's probably how he got hurt. But Ionetta, who's actually their backup catcher, has seen him the most. And he's only three for 18. I expect big things from the guy who's pitching for the Cubs that day. I do too. What's his name again? Shh, you Darvish. You don't want to. You don't want to sh- frighten him. If you're wondering why we're, we're whispering, folks, it's because we don't you- want him scared. Um, game three, John Gray, who's actually also the name. He's got the same name as a friend of mine. How do you like that? Five and four with a four eleven. Him. Oh God, I hope so. But why wouldn't he have told me he pitches for the Rockies now? John Gray, and uh, that'd be, he's also in his 50s. So he's 5 and 4 with a 411 ERA against Q. 4 and 4 with a 378, who really didn't pitch a full game. So he should be pretty fucking rested. Um, it's Cubs Cap Day. They're giving away a hat to 10,000 cool. people because the rickets are cheap and they're out of money. Uh, John Gray, uh, he gave up zero runs on. Do you people two- want a closer or do you want hats? Make up your goddamn mind. Well, can't, why can't we have both? John Gray gave up zero runs on two hits through 6.2 innings against Toronto. He did well. However, last year, the Cubs got seven runs on eight hits through five in one of the games. Kicked his ass. And then we got one run on two hits through seven <laughs> against him. So they call him the streak. <laughs> Streaky. Rizzo and Baez have taken him deep. Q only lasted the four against the Cardinals, and then it rained. Uh, only gave up two two runs on four hits. And uh, last year, he gave up four runs to the Rockies through 5.1, but the Cubs won the game. Arenado has two dongs. Off of Jose Quintana, but he is only two for nine. Wow. They two are both, hits. Yeah, two hits. Two big balls. Bo- both, both homers. You know, I've got two big balls. Can you smell them? Oh, <laughs> oh my God, dude. Did you just drop those on Danny's face? That's amazing. Uh. Danny, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he's suffocating! Take those off his face, Cubstradamus. Okay, back up. All right. Any okay? Oh, 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 need a shower, buddy. <laughs> I think I might have killed Danny, but uh, um, he, he's that was got an accident. Two, he's got two balls and two dongs. 
Oh, yeah, I've got two dongs, but uh, I keep one hidden away. Yeah, it's detachable, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's what you told me. Yeah, uh, you know that song, uh, Your Own Personal Jesus? Oh, I thought you were going to yeah. sing me Detachable Penis. No, that's that was my hit, and uh, Trent Reznor actually stole that song from me. I was... Oh. My own detachable penis. And there, is a, a, there is a song out there called Detachable Penis. You totally didn't steal it. You just changed the melody. No, no. He, Trent Reznor stole that song from me. No, no there's a different song called Detachable Penis. You, you've, you're, you, you stole that, and then you use the melody. What are you at? Are, are you like some kind of uh, performance rights yes, I lawyer am. or something? Uh, you, you owe us... Uh, $14 a day for the last 20 years. Pay up. Okay. All right. Get, tell me your poem. Into second, the Cubs have been thrust because the road trip was such a big bust. Yeah, it was. After Angels and Rockies, in comes Goldschmidt and Yachty, and winning's becoming a must. Oh, uh, I, the Goldschmidt, the Diamondbacks. Yeah. That's, wow, yeah, that's it. Did Yachty get traded? I guess he's on the Diamondbacks, guys. I I do not feel good. I, I bet to, you don't. Like, I have to like probably. Kupchanovich could just go. I've got a headache. Yeah. I'm I'm like I'm covered in vomit. This is not the way to to record a podcast. But just go, just go. Yeah. All right, Kupchanovich out. Well, what an asshole! I feel God, like he's he's, God, he sucks. Well, I do have some TFCs, although they're, these are going to make me sick, too, so we can uh, finish the show. Oh, man. I need a drink of water. Who's? Oh, now Kupchadamas is texting me. Oh. He's saying, I'm sorry I put my balls in your face. Um, I'll make it up to you. Please do not. Yeah, please. Yeah. Please do not. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm here for you, two TFCs today, Danny. All right, you, you, you've got one. I, I'm getting mine up right now. Are, uh, are you ready for mine? I'm ready for yours. All right. Well, this one comes from the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Oh, who thought it to be a good idea to uh, write this a few hours ago after sweeping the Cubs? The sweep after a victory in the finale of a series in Philadelphia gives the Cardinals a winning streak of four games on the heels of a disastrous stretch of 16 losses in 22 games when the most agitated fans wanted to lynch at least half the roster. Whoa. Way to go, St. Louis Dispatch. Yeah, that's that's normal there. Yeah. So I'm surprised they just didn't make a list of all the non-white players afterwards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like a kill list. Um, you You got one? I did, and I'm having trouble finding it. All right, well, I got another one here. St. Louis is, this is from Tyler. Um, This is funny, though. He said, St. Louis is so boring, their largest structure is basically a monument in honor of those who went and found a cooler place to live. (laughs) The arch, the gateway arch. The gateway arch. You got one? I can't find it, buddy. I'm sorry. All right, I got, so I got one more. This is uh, from a Cardinals fan named Blonde Boy PK. He said, hey, at Chris Bryan underscore 23, you know why they call Chicago the Windy City, right? Because it blows. Don't ever come at St. Louis the way you did. 
disrespectful AF dude. And uh, Jay Walton 07 writes back to him, but would you trade Yachty for Trout? And Blonde Boy PK says, I wouldn't. Doesn't make sense positionally, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hate fandom sometimes because people truly believe that. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? They're like, no way would I trade Schwarber for Trout. Schwarber, you remember that hit? That went on top of the, the 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 sign, you know, the Budweiser one where it sat up there. That was the coolest moment in Cubs history. The guy's got to be a Cub for life. Yeah, I know. Like, Fucking fans. <laughs> um, well, let's go be fans. The game starts in a half hour. Uh, Cubs got to win some games. Let's just put gotta it that win. way. So you got this is a you can't you just can't keep doing this. And don't worry, to. today's easy. You only have to face the best player in twenty years. Yeah, not a big deal. No big deal. At least, uh, I. you know what I'm, my hope for, for today is? Is that John Lester is just his at least average John Lester and not shitty John Lester, which we've seen three times in a row now. So hopefully, fingers crossed, let's go get it. And, uh, here, and uh, here, here, here's to, uh, here's to uh, more screens at Cubs games, huh? Blocking, saving the yeah. fans. All right. Spagog. Spagog. Because I am just a fan And I spent most of my money On sausages and beer And I was there when they won it last year All pressured anticipation Had the city tightly wrought With a 5-3 combination As the sailing ball was caught Half a dozen generations who had lived to see the day The Cubs would take the season all the Trophy home like old Caesar on the Appian Way back in ancient Rome. While the cities of the vanquished have to turn around and look as history's inscribed into the books. Now we're coming back to Ridley. can have it all just keep on having fun and playing ball 
Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.